a renewed welcome. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Dear cherished members of Opus Dei, all of you sons and daughters of St. Jose Maria Escriva. Might I begin with a word of gratitude. Gratitude to all of you for your charism and mission here in this archdiocese. Here have I come to know and love in an even deeper way the vocation inspired by St. Jose Maria. I'm glad you're such a significant part of this family, these acres of the vineyard that we call the Archdiocese of New York. Now, Lord knows there are abundant reasons to extol the gift of St. Jose Maria and his spiritual legacy. Might I share with you this evening but three, three of them. And here's the trifecta. Number one, your emphasis on what is silent. Number two, your stress on what is invisible. And number three, your strategy of one by one, soul by soul evangelization. Number one, in silence and confidence shall be thy strength, the Bible assures us. You, uh, sons and daughters of St. Jose Maria, you wear no distinctive religious habit. You have no initials after your name. You have no overtly religious identity at your residences. You answer the phone not with a polite recitation of a title or an apostolate, a parish, a religious community, but usually with a simple but friendly hello. And most of all, as I come to meet you, and interact with you in gatherings and projects and apostolates and visits throughout this city, I would not even know you were members of Opus Dei, for you don't tell me. Now, I've heard of no slick, loud PR to do with Opus Dei, but they still come. I've never seen an advertisement to become a member, but yet they still come. Some criticize this, as you well know, as secretive. I applaud it as humble. A nod to the divine preference for the silent. As you seem to believe strongly, that quiet, steady witness is preferable to a glaring PR about who you are and what you do. 
biblical experts tell us that Jesus preferred to let people find out who he was by his actions and by getting to know him better, not by broadcasting it. Oh, except in very rare cases, he was silent about his identity. So are you. I kind of like that. The universal call to holiness comes not on a cell phone, a broadcast, a computer, a TV or radio. Uh-uh. It comes in silence. Here's number two. Your saintly founder and all of you as followers trust very, very much in the invisible, the power of what is not seen. The apostles in this evening's gospel do not act on the verifiable, what they can see, from what they could prove, from the empirical data available to them. There were no fish down there. They base their actions on their trust, on the command of Jesus. And so do you. As St. Paul wrote, we do not fix our gaze on what is seen, but on what is unseen. What is seen is transitory. What is unseen lasts forever. We walk by faith, not by sight. The Lord's verification, <coughs> the Lord's microscope, the Lord's laboratory, if you will, is all that really matters to us, right? Things like grace and mercy, the enveloping embrace of the most blessed trinity, alive within us through sanctifying grace, the unseen but utterly real presence of our Lord in the most holy Eucharist, the conversion of heart longed for by daily examine, the forgiveness flowing from behind a screen in the confessional, the hidden agents of providence and protection in the Blessed Virgin Mary, her most chaste spouse, St. Joseph, and a guardian angel. The real is in the hidden. The enduring is in the invisible. And here's number three. <coughs> one by one, soul by soul. So Malcolm Muggeridge, when he was still an atheist, quizzes Mother Teresa. How can you eradicate global poverty? She responds, well, it's not global poverty I'm trying to solve. It's feeding and clothing and loving this one poor person in my arms, in the gutter right now. Jesus called his first disciples one at a time. He 
let the Holy Spirit take care of the mass conversions on Pentecost. The preference for the personal, the one by one, the one soul at a time, whether it come in spiritual direction or in the confessional, whether in quietly influencing another by personal contact, by our character array, more than a, more a lantern than a glaring spotlight, by planting a grain and not looking yet at a vast field. The preference for the silence, the reliance on the invisible, the strategy of one by one. That's the strategy of Jesus. That's the wisdom of St. Jose Maria. And that's your charism in Opus Dei. And I'm sure glad it is.